Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I'm Tyler Smith. I'm David Bax. And thank you for listening. David. Yes. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I've um, kicked off the new year and my... I'm, I, I've said this before. Well, I said it on the Patreon. I can't remember if I said it on the podcast. Uh, the, you know, regular. Uh, <laughs> classic. Exactly. Classic recipe podcast. Um that I, even though I'm not normally a New Year's resolution person, sort yeah. of my uh, desire to better myself kind of coincided with the beginning of January this year. So I've started changing my diet and yeah. workout, and like I feel great slash exhausted and sore. Of course. How are you? I'm I'm good. How's is everything okay there? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, manipulate this computer one-handed, and it's not. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm doing all right, but uh, I will say, um, uh, earlier today, I was having a a thought um, that came about because of uh, our contributor, Josh Long, having written a movie, or rather co-written a movie, called Some Other Woman, which is out in theaters now, uh, but only in regal theaters so uh i'll say this i read the script he wrote the original script i read the script like four and a half years ago and i remember thinking it was great and so when he told me that it was going to be uh it was actually going to get made i was actually very excited uh and i believe it only played at like one festival um which is called uh like the mammoth film festival Mm -hmm. um i don't know how many they submitted it to but anyway they did that and so uh as the release of the film was coming up i went over to letterboxd and was looking at some of the reviews and there were a lot more than i thought there was going to be but then i realized like oh right this is all people from the mammoth film festival Mm. and I, i mean it just fascinated me because it got some pretty poor reviews and consistently the reviews were like like this didn't make any sense and like i expected them to like explain what was going on and they never did and it's one of those things where like like i read the script and yeah i mean it's there's some stuff some unusual things some supernatural things that are not explained but I don't care because Uh the tone was good and it just got me thinking like this was on Letterboxd people said this and like when I think of Letterboxd I think of a little bit like film savvy people yeah a little more sophistication right um which led me to think like have like more normal people like have they found Letterboxd because that because that complaint to me like when is the last time you ever complained that something didn't make sense? I don't think I've used that phrase in a long time. I might say, I might say that like, oh, well, this wasn't consistent with the world that it created. Sure. Um, yeah. But I don't remember the last time I complained about something not making sense. Yeah. So it just got me thinking about. I mean, like, I went to see the Talking Heads, and I was the opposite. I said, "Stop yeah. making sense." Yeah. But there are some people in that crowd. They're like, 
can you please start making sense? <laughs> but yeah, and so it just got me thinking about like, you know, Letterbox has been around for a while. And again, yeah, when I think of it, I think of it as movie people. But I don't know. Maybe it's just regular people that use it now yeah. as well. Ugh. And I guess there's no real way to know. But when I look at something like that and I see that complaint over and over again, well, hey, on one hand, maybe the director screwed the movie up. Maybe it doesn't make sense. But based on yeah. the elaboration of, of these comments, I was like, yeah, I think maybe they are not into this kind of movie. And uh, so it just kind of surprised me, like, anytime something that is a little bit more niche to, like, my groups um, becomes a little bit more widely accepted, it always, it doesn't, it's not frustrating, but it's more like, oh, I, I didn't expect that. So, but I might be wrong. Maybe it's just, uh, just regular movie people that thought the film was going to be one thing and it turned out to be something else. Yeah. But anyway, but anyone, uh, uh, listeners, feel free to uh, find out for yourself by going to see Some Other Woman, uh, co-written by our own Josh Long, yeah. and in Regal Theaters now. At your local Regal Theater, you can go to the relatively new NoHo, NoHo West. NoHo West, yeah. Yeah, I've only seen one movie there so far, so it'd be fun to, to see something else. Um, okay. David, what are we doing today? We oh, um, right. oh right, what's it? First, we're finding out about Tweaked Audio. Yeah, first I want to tell you about TweakedAudio.com. TweakedAudio.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors. They look great. They sound great. I use them each and every day. Today I was listening, as I often do at this time of year. I spend a lot of time cramming um, uh, metal albums that are well reviewed from the previous year that I never caught up with. You know, before I have a an official albums of the year list. I don't know what official means. I don't like, I might put it on blue sky. I'm, it's mostly for me in front of the show, Sean Ingram to talk about our yeah. favorite albums of the year. So today, actually this morning, I was listening to a fantastic new death metal album. Uh, but now I've laughed about some of the dumb names of bands that I like on okay. here. This band name is stupid in a way that's annoying. I okay. What okay. Got? Well, the album is called Necrofuneral. Okay. The band name, I think, I'm almost entirely sure, is supposed to be Vomitheist, like a a religion that, like, a religious person who worships some sort of vomit god, I guess. Okay. But look at the word Vomitheist written out. What does it say? Um, I can't quite tell. Do you see it up in the uh, under the artwork to the left? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It says Vomit Heist. Vomit Heist. Which uh, Netflix's sequel to Money Heist, I guess. That's what I want to see. All right, guys. So that's definitely, I mean, I think you and I talked about uh, in one of these segments the band, a very good band called Tomb Mold, and how annoying it is to say their name out loud. Tomb Mold. Tomb Mold. This one's, they just didn't think this through. Vomit Heist. So Vomit Beast. Get a hyphen in there or something like that. Well, where would you put it? If you wanted to be Vomitheist, where would you put that? You have to have uh, another T. And so vomit um, uh, hyphen 
theist. What if you kept it all one word, but you capitalized the one T? Vomitheist. Yeah. I mean, it would still say vomit heist, but at least it would be yeah. clear yeah. What, it, what, what was meant. Anyway, still, great album. Sounded great on my tweakedaudio.com earbuds. They're available at a low, low price at tweakedaudio.com. But if you use the offer code pretension at checkout, you get one third off that low, low price and no shipping charges. So please go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code pretension. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. All right, we're back. Yeah. And we, um, due to scheduling, we don't have a lot of time to do this. This is going to be kind of a lightning round version of our annual uh, Sundance preview episode. So, um, if anyone has forgotten how this goes, I am going to uh, give Tyler two films, um, and he's going to tell me which one. That are playing at the same time, roughly? I try to do that. Yeah. We don't have time this year. Okay. I am just going alphabetical. Okay. (laughs) Um, Through films that are on my maybe-to-see list. Okay. Uh, Now, if you know, if you've listened to these... um, these Sundance previews specifically, more so than the TIFF previews, the Sundance previews, you you know what's going to happen, which is that there's going to be, in this episode, there's going to be a lot of documentaries because yeah. Sundance is a very doc-heavy festival. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost willing to, like, start bets, like take an over-under on how many documentaries I actually see because uh, I, yeah. I don't tend to see very many, um, even though, like I said... I think the kind of documentaries that play Sundance are not necessarily my kind of documentaries. Yeah. They tend to be more like explainers or, you right. know. talking heads. Uh, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's get started okay. with the first pairing alphabetically. Okay. So, um, this one is, this is a documentary. It's called And So It Goes. Okay. Uh, Amidst the traditional pomp and circumstance of Filipino elections, a quirky people's movement rises to defend the nation against deepening threats to truth and democracy. In a collective act of joy as a form of resistance, hope flickers against the backdrop of increasing autocracy. That sounds very interesting. So yeah, this is... um, And so it goes, all right. uh, Yeah, that's in So It Goes. The director's name is Ramona S. Diaz. Okay. and I'm putting that up against a non-documentary movie called Between the Temples. Uh, a cantor, this is someone who sings right. in a, uh, a synagogue. Okay. I don't know if, look, not everyone is married right. to a Jewish person like I am and learns, you know, the secret words like mm-hmm. cantor. Um, a cantor in a crisis of faith finds his world turned upside down when his grade school music teacher re-enters his life as his new adult bat mitzvah student so um let's find the uh the cast 
Jason Schwartzman plays the cantor. Oh, okay. And Carol Kane plays the woman who is being bot mitzvahed late in life. It looks like uh, Robert Smigel also makes an appearance here. So it's And so it goes, or between the temples. Get it, and, temples? Uh, no, yeah, I got, I got it. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, up until you read the cast, I would have said the documentary. Yeah. But I like all those people. Yep. Um, I I think I think between the temples just just for Carol Kane. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but that documentary does sound really good, and I feel like the concept of it is something that uh, we really need right now. Mm-hmm. The idea of rebellion through happiness and through joy. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sounds really interesting. Well, they say that love trumps hate. I've heard that. That's what they say. Uh, all right. So. Next pairing. Yeah. Another documentary. Okay. This one's called Devo. It's about Devo. Um, born in response to the Kent State Massacre, new wave band Devo took their concept of de-evolution from cult following to near rock star status with groundbreaking 1980 hit Whip It while preaching an urgent social commentary. So that's Devo, and it is directed by uh, Chris Smith of American Movie oh, fame. Yeah. And um, some bad stuff since then. Yeah, I just, I just watched... Uh a four-part series that he did on Netflix called Bad Vegan. Oh. It was interesting. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's listed here. He did that one, and he did... Uh, well, he did Senior, right? The Robert Downey Senior one? Is that him? Oh. Um, I didn't. I don't think I remember. But, yeah. Uh, and that's he also really did... Good. I didn't see this, but he did Operation Varsity Blues. Oh, okay. About the, like, you know... Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman and getting their kids into right. USC. Right. Uh, and other people, too. Those are just the two big names. Okay, so that's Devo. And I'm putting that up against... Uh, oh, okay, yeah. No, I, I reveal the players after. The okay. movie is called Freaky Tales. In 1987, Oakland, a mysterious force guides the town's underdogs in four interconnected tales. Teen punks defend their turf against Nazi skinheads. A rap duo battles for hip-hop immortality. A weary henchman gets a shot at redemption. And an NBA all-star settles the score. Uh, basically, another day in the bay. Um, but this is directed... And he had me, then he lost me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know who gets to write those. Uh, but uh, it's directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck of Half Nelson. Okay. Um, also of Captain Marvel. But um, the cast includes uh, Pedro Pascal, Ben Mendelsohn. Those are the big names. Okay. J. Ellis. Who is that? J. Ellis. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I think Another Day in the Bay. I think that's the one to see. <laughs> it's called Freaky Town. What's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. I mean, Devo sounds good, of course. But, I mean, um, but, but you know yeah. my thing. Whenever there's, like, a documentary about, a, like, a band or musician, yeah. it's like, my question is always, is this any more illuminating than spending the same amount of time yeah. listening to their music? And yeah. the answer is almost always no. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, 
Todd Haynes made that Velvet Underground documentary, and that was beautiful. So, well, I feel like any kind of documentary about an artist, I feel like the documentarian should try to sort of, in his own style, like evoke the art that the artist. That's has exactly made. what the Velvet Underground yeah. one does. And then I also this isn't about one artist, but um, uh, what was it called? Oh my God, the Questlove documentary. Uh, oh, oh, um. Summer of Soul? Yeah, Summer of Soul, that's the one. Summer of Soul? Yeah, that's also a really good one, but because it really centers the music. I hate when you're, like, watching a documentary about an artist and you hear, like, the beginning of a song yeah. and then some idiot starts, like, bloviating over it. It's like... Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Um, oh, wow, yeah. This is... Not, I'm like, not gonna... Okay. Don't bias me. Yeah, next up, uh, a documentary. Okay. Um, called Gaucho Gaucho. A celebration of a community of Argentine cowboys and cowgirls known as Gaucho living beyond the boundaries of the modern world. Okay. And that is from uh, directors Michael Dweck and Gregory Kershaw, who made um, The Last Race in 2018 and in 2020 made The Truffle Hunters, which might have been on my top 10 movies of the year list, I think, (laughs) or close to it. Um, Uh... So that's, yeah, not to put my thumb on the scale, but this is a so documentary that I might actually go out of my way to see. So that's Gaucho, Gaucho. Gaucho. Okay. And that's up against Girls' State, uh, which is from the same people who made Boys' State, if you remember that documentary. Okay. Uh, teenage girls from wildly different backgrounds across Missouri uh, navigate a week-long immersive experiment to American democracy, build the government from the ground up, and reimagine what it means to govern. So this is like a sequel to Boys' State, essentially. I already saw Barbie. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, Gaucho, 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 Gaucho. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. These guys, Michael Dweck and Gregory Kershaw, some of the best documentarians going, if you ask me. Yeah. All right. Okay. So so far, I've been highlighting premieres, but um, Sundance also has the spotlight section where okay. they screen things that have played other festivals but have not been released. Oh, okay. Um, well, sometimes they even have release dates, but um, I this will be my last chance probably to see Richard Linklater's Hitman on a big screen before it shows up on Netflix. Mm -hmm. So, uh, or as Scott will remind me, there are theaters in LA that show the Netflix movies. Um, But uh, yeah, so that's Richard Linklater's Hitman. I don't know if you know, uh, a straight-laced professor discovers his hidden talent as a fake hitman. He meets his match in a client who steals his heart. It ignites a powder keg of deception, delight, and mixed up identities. Inspired by an unbelievable true story. Well, I hope it's somewhat believable. Yeah, I know. Um, Who's in it? It's uh, Glenn Powell, isn't it? Um, Glenn Powell, who is that? See, I'm so glad you said that. Because people who listen to this podcast know Scott is a big Scott and Julie oh, are big oh. fans of Glenn Powell. Yeah. Wait, I, I, now I know. He was in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, right? he was like the smarmy guy who ends up being he a was good the guy. New Val Kilmer. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he was also, he played John Glenn in Hidden Figures. Yeah, that's um, right. He's. Right now, I haven't seen it. He's in Anyone But You, the new rom-com. With yeah, him and not getting good reviews. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, people keep waiting for a movie to like bring back the romantic comedy, but yeah. they keep not getting the good reviews. Uh, okay, so that's Hitman. Okay. And I'm going to put that up against... Oh, this is going to be a Sophie's Choice. Uh, luckily, they're not actually paying, playing right. against each other. This will be a Sophie's Choice for David. Uh, I saw the TV glow. 
Okay. Teenager Owen is just trying to make it through life in the suburbs when his classmate introduces him to a mysterious late-night TV show, a vision of a supernatural world beneath their own. In the pale glow of the television, Owen's view of reality begins to crack. Um, that one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's before you even know. It's directed by Jane Schoenbrunn, who directed uh, uh, We're All Going to the World's Fair, which I okay. think is one of the best american films of the 2020s so far um and the cast includes justice smith from uh dungeons and dragons oh yeah yeah um also from detective pikachu pokemon or whatever it was called but dungeons and dragons the the last jurassic world movie oh okay i didn't see that one it's not good um uh bridget lundy payne who was um one of uh they were in bill and ted face the music they were the daughter that wasn't Samara Weaving, the oh, other okay. daughter. I, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Oh, it's so good. I know. Uh, also, Helena Howard from uh, Madeline's Madeline, Daniel Deadweiler, Danielle Deadweiler from Till, and, uh, oh, what's this name here? Fred fucking Durst <laughs> is oh, in this movie. Apparently, <laughs> there's a bunch of musicians. There's also, that, like, Snail Mail, uh, if you know who she is. Is uh, he listed as that? Uh, no, Fred she's fucking, not. Fred fucking Durst. No, no, just Fred Durst. Uh, but, yeah, I know Snail Mail, the, I don't, I can't remember her name, but the, woman who records music as snail mail is in the movie there's yeah. a bunch of other like indie rock musicians and then also fred durst yeah i am so stoked about this movie yeah it sounds fun um but when i told natalie about it she was like it sounds too hipster <laughs> but it could it could be but uh yeah if i had to pick between hitman and i saw the tv glow i think i'd go with i saw the tv glow yeah. but uh luckily i won't have to pick i'll probably see both of them yeah hitman sounds good too yeah okay so Another documentary called Look Into My Eyes. A group of New York City psychics conduct deeply intimate readings for their clients, revealing a kaleidoscope of loneliness, connection, and healing. Um, Directed by Lana Wilson, who made uh, Miss Americana, the Taylor Swift documentary that I saw at Sundance in 2020 and quite liked. That's probably why I put this on my list. Because reading that, I was like, I don't remember reading about this. But it's like, okay, Lana Wilson, that's why I put it on my list. And then... uh, Another documentary, this one is called Power. Driven to maintain social order, policing in the United States has exploded in scope and scale over hundreds of years. Now, American policing embodies one word, power. And this is directed by Yance Ford, who made the documentary Strong Island that got a lot, a lot of awards attention back in, attention back in like 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it got an Oscar, no. It was not nominated for an Oscar. It was an Oscar-nominated documentary. What's the first one called? Strong Island. No, no, no. I mean... Uh, oh, the, of the, the two yeah. movies. Um, Look Into My Eyes or Power. I think, honestly... I think Look Into My Eyes hmm. sounds just on a human level. I yeah. feel like... Uh, I mean, they both sound interesting. I love stuff about uh, the police yeah. and, like, how... Like that Andy Summer documentary. <laughs> okay. I can't even. I can't even cover my ears. Um, okay, so you're saying look into my eyes. I think so. Um, let's see. Okay, next two. All right. This one is called Presence. Okay. 
It has a very simple... With a CE? Uh, with a CE, okay. yeah. Um, so I should say when I'm reading these, I'm reading... There's always multiple paragraphs. Yeah. And I've just been reading the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, th- because the second one is more background of the film. The first yeah. one is just like... So this one has a one-line description. Presence. A family moves into a suburban house and becomes convinced they're not alone. Do you want to know the cast? Yes. Lucy Liu. Okay. Uh, and Julia Fox. Oh. Do you want to know the director? Yes. His name is Steven Soderbergh. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, and I'm putting that up against a poor uh, contender called Sasquatch Sunset. Okay. Well, this one... It really just says a year in the life of a singular family. That's all it says? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Does it have anything to do with Sasquatch? Yeah, so it's about a family of Sasquatches. Oh. (laughs) And it is directed by, you're going to like this, uh, David and Nathan Zellner. Oh. So you've got Soderbergh up against the Zellners. Uh, oh, um, I should give you the cast here. Sorry yeah, yeah. for, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Riley Keough and Jesse Eisenberg and Nathan Zellner are all in the movie. Oh, that one, Sasquatch Sunset. Okay, all day long. More than the Steven Soderbergh horror movie. Yeah. Oof. Luckily, I won't really have to More, choose. I Hopefully, the, I'll get to see both. I think of them. the Zellners are just so they have such a unique voice, and also I think I think Riley Keough is a way underrated actress. Not by me. Not by well, yeah, not by me either, but... Uh, I rate her very like, high, yeah. Between uh, Balage and um, Zola, I feel like Zola, she's been yeah. doing really great work lately. And I can't remember... You have not seen American Honey? No, I haven't. You should see American Honey. Yeah. That's a great one. Okay. Uh, here, okay. Um, you'll notice... Most of, and I said this a little bit with our episode two weeks ago in the intro about how Sundance is not like an arbiter of the state of film because yeah. it's very narrow and it's mostly American. But I always, right. I try to see something foreign. Yeah. At, at Sundance, so here we do have. I think this is a Mexican uh, movie. It's called. Well, if it's Mexican, I guess it would be Suho. It's like it's S U J O. Oh yeah. Uh, when a cartel gunman is killed, he leaves behind Suho, his beloved four-year-old son. Aww. The shadow of violence surrounds Suho during each stage of his life in the isolated Mexican countryside. As he grows into a man, Suho finds that fulfilling his father's destiny may be inescapable. Okay. Um, and that is up against a documentary called Union, the, uh, which is a documentary about the Amazon Labor Union, a group of current and former Amazon workers in New York City, Staten Island, takes on one of the world's largest and most powerful companies in the fight to unionize. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. I didn't give you any... Um, any credits? Yeah, but I don't think... There's no... I mean, Suho doesn't have any, like, famous people in it. And Union is, let's see, directed by... Stephen Mang and Brett Story. Hmm. Um, yeah. That's tough. Um, like, on one hand, the story of Suho, like, doesn't sound that groundbreaking. Right. Whereas the documentary is kind of a standard, like, David and Goliath kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's, you know, a documentary 
I feel would intrigue me more. Okay. I just remember, like, I tend to, like, I don't know, push back against films that are made to make me feel good about my political positions. Oh, sure. You know, and so I feel like yeah. Union, even though I'm very pro-Union, but it's kind of how I felt about oh, see, um, American Factory, which I remember if you saw the Netflix yeah. American Factory, it's a similar thing. It's like, yeah, I like everything this movie is for, but it's like, it's just laid out for me to like it, I guess. And that's interesting, because, I mean, I'm not against, I'm not against uh, private sector unions at all. Um, so it's not really against my political beliefs, but I'm sure it is more left-leaning than I am. And right. so, like, for me, it doesn't feel like it's pandering or right. anything yeah, like that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, you reminded me, I read, this was maybe a year ago, uh, months ago, there was a poll that revealed that, like, Americans are generally in favor of labor unions if the pollster doesn't use the word union. If oh, the pollster, sure. like, describes what, like, collective bargaining is, people are for it. Yeah. Once the word union comes into play, and there's less, I mean, unions have become more and more popular yeah. over the years, but there's there's still people who have a sort of knee-jerk pushback just against unions, but if, they're, if collective bargaining is described to them, they're in favor of it. Well, and when you think about, like, you know, we were in a Cold War with a union, with a country that had union in its name so right. i feel like right. we just naturally yeah. associate yeah. that term with like bad things um meanwhile to go back to suho it is directed by astrid rondero and fernanda valadez <laughs> who directed a movie a few years ago called identifying features which is um as pleasant as the title makes it sound so Su if suho sounds like it's going to be heavy i'm yeah. saying based on the information i have it's probably going to be real heavy okay uh, and now we're going to end, because I miscounted, we are going to end with a three-way uh, oh, face-off. Um, wait, what is this? Actually, I think we're not. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, yeah. No, I sorry. I clicked on one I didn't mean to. So we do have just a two-way oh, two thing. Sorry. Can you, um, find a, can you find a third one? No. Okay. I mean, I could, but... Yeah. Uh... Okay, we have a documentary called Will and Harper. Okay. When Will Ferrell finds out his close friend of 30 years is coming out as a trans woman, the two decide to embark on a cross-country road, road trip to process this new stage of their relationship in an intimate portrait of friendship, transition, and America. So it's Will Ferrell and his uh, trans friend driving across the country, and it is... Uh, Weirdly directed by Josh Greenbaum, who made Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, wow. So hopefully it'll be funny. Yeah. Um, and I'm putting that up against Winner, which is a fictionalized account of the reality winner story. Reality winner is a brilliant young misfit from a Texas border town who finds her morals challenged while serving as, as an NSA contractor. A sarcastic, gun-loving, vegan, yogi, and CrossFit fanatic, reality is an unconventional whistleblower who ends up being prosecuted for exposing Russia's hacking of the 2016 election. So there was a... Uh, there was already a movie about reality winner called Reality, right? And oh, now, I don't know. Now there's, now there's winner. Um... And that is directed by Susanna Fogel, who 
just this year made Cat Person. Yeah. Um, also made Life Partners, which I really liked. Because right. um, it had my gal Leighton Meester in it. This one does not have my gal Leighton Meester in it, but it has a pretty good cast. Uh, Amelia Jones, Connie Britton, and Zach Galifianakis. Oh. I do love Connie Britton. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, that hair. Yeah. What? I had a hair on her. Um... I worry that the documentary um, could feel a little bit uh, self-congratulatory. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's always a concern when it follows a celebrity, like, doing something socially important. Okay, wait. Even if it's a a comedian. Okay, Um, keep those two in mind. I am going to throw in a third. Hey, all right. (laughs) Um, but what about Winner? Uh, I mean, it sounds interesting. Um, that also pushes just a few uh, a few pleasure buttons for me. I, I tend to like movies uh, about whistleblowers. Um, okay, so a uh, third one is another documentary. It's called War Game. A bipartisan group of U.S. defense intelligence and elected policymakers spanning five presidential administrations participate in an unscripted role-play exercise in which they confront a political coup backed by rogue members of the U.S. military in the wake of a contested presidential election. And that's directed by um, the guy who made The Overnighters, which I can't remember if you saw, but it's very up your alley. Is that the... The... Family, right? No, the Overnighters is the... um, Oh, right. The guy, the church reverend who, like, put up all the guys who were looking for work, didn't have a place to live, and got a lot of blowback from his own... Yeah, I never saw Parishioners? What do you call? Congregation? Uh, Congregation. You wouldn't say parishioners. It's not Catholic, so that's why. I tend to think in Catholic terms, but I know. Um, Um, Okay, so So now you've got Will and Harper, Winner, or War Game. I think War Game, honestly. Yeah, that sounds really good. That sounds great. Sounds very good. Uh, all right. Well. well. You've got your marching orders. Yep. So get to work. <laughs> we'll, we'll do. Uh, you, uh, let's see. You can find us. Uh, hopefully you'll see some reviews of these movies uh, in the in the coming weeks at BattleshipRetention.com. You can, uh, but I'll also do a podcast wrap-up. You can email, or you can find, let's see, what did I say? I've, I've forgotten how I do this. You can email us at david at or tyler at battleshippretension.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Blue Sky at davypretension. Follow Tyler on Twitter at more lessons. Uh, my other podcast is called The One Where I Met Your Mother. My wife and I talk about sit- the two sitcoms, Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Um, my letterbox is David Bax. Tyler, anything else you want to plug right now? Besides, you, oh, your GoFundMe. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, I've got a GoFundMe. Uh, the, uh, just to raise money for my physical therapy and and other such things uh, which i have to pay out of pocket for uh so yeah any little bit helps uh you can find uh a, a post about it that is pinned, pinned right, to the home page to, our, to the, the home page for bp yeah um and yeah so uh, i would really appreciate anything you could do yeah which also reminds me okay if i've done this right okay like bill and ted here okay on last week's episode, I, we should have announced the the new uh, uh, a new bonus bonus for Patreon subscribers. Right, right. So I think we I think we mentioned it, but only no. I'm saying it. 
Um, oh, I see. I'm about to record another episode later today that will come out before this. Right. So if I remember to do that, yeah. then you will already know that uh, if you join the Patreon at patreon.com slash battleship pretension, not only does that help Tyler and help us, uh, keeps the lights on, as uh, Adam Kroll used to say on his podcast, um, but uh, you will also get a ballot for the BPs. That's right. Patrons are now members of the BP voting body. Yeah. So, uh, so you can really, uh, really fuck this thing up yeah. if you want to. Yeah, you really think that, uh, I don't know, Cocaine Bear is getting the shaft in, uh, <laughs> in, in the award season? Maybe you can, you can sway it. But, uh, Maybe you're one of, those, uh, one of those Zack Snyder morons who feels like uh, Rebel, Moon? Rebel Moon really yeah. deserves some recognition. Rebel Moon, yeah. I um, guess technically original screenplay even though there's nothing original about it. Oh, yeah. I hate that movie so much. We didn't talk about the Barbie sc- screenplay oh, shenanigans. Yeah, yeah Fascinating. I saw that. Fascinating. Weird. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. We'll get you next time. Bye. Bye.